team have to go through Ezekiel Elliott we all understand what Travis Frederick is going through uh it's one of those things where we have to pray and pull out pull together for this thing to happen but before I go any further um condolences out to my guy uh Mark Holmes uh his page he got hit with the YouTube uh takedown and uh we we really got to pull together because this is family and uh somehow some way uh, if you're close by Mark, uh, reach out to him. Let him know that to keep his head. You know, when you're up against the struggles, meet it squarely face-to-face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall. You may conquer. See it through. Black may be the clouds about you, and your future may seem grim. But don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself and fight in trim, guys. Uh, and, and that's what Mark got to do. He got to continue to fight. Uh, we understand that we are a smaller a piece of this uh, YouTube puzzle. Uh, we are the smaller uh, deal of the uh, of the four letter network. We up against them. We up against NFL network. We up against so many things, so many oppositions. But we still have to stay focused. Still have to stay strong, and support the channel. Support those who are out there because this is not an easy job. A lot of people think that they can do this, but they get behind the mic and they silent. They can't get two words out. And we come live like ninety five every day. Shout out to you, Jamal Anderson. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, also, those who are on the, uh, the, the chat box, uh, who this uh, Dayan, uh, Mike, Marto, uh, Andrew Castillo, thank you for tuning in too as well. Um, it's always a pleasure. It's always a plus of you guys tuning in to the show because it's not hard. This is not an easy show to do uh, each and every day, um, especially uh, shout out to you, Carrie. Uh, I see you over there holding it down over there on the Facebook panel. Uh, we're live on Law Nations. Uh, don't forget about the podcast. That's LAW Nations uh, podcast, and as well as the uh, Phantom EBSN online. Uh, shout out to you guys, uh, Silver and Blue Nation. Everybody must know that if you cut us, we bleed Silver and Blue. Shout out to Silver and Blue Nations, and also my guy, Big Game James. You cannot say game or James without saying Big Game and putting that James in the mix because he always bring the thunder. And as well as the uh, D Dallas prospect, every legend, I'm talking about every legend, was once a prospect. So we all had to start off from somewhere. And sometimes we got to build your tools. You got to build everything back up with one or twos. You know how I say that all the times, that uh, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs, right? So we're going to get back to, uh, to football. We're going to talk about the uh, Travis Frederick, uh, Mark's 
I think this sound, they call him Stink uh, Slayer if I'm murdering the man's name. But he had the same type of conditions that uh, Travis had. And he did an interview with uh, 105.3 The Fan. Uh, I think their, their, their show called KC and Masterpiece. Uh, we're going to play some of their uh, insights of what they talked to him about during this interview. Uh, remember, uh, this is just us going over what they're saying. So we're going to hit play and we're going to see what they're talking about. But everything, and I'm going to elaborate, everything goes through this offense, through Ezekiel Elliott. Now, Travis Frederick is the glue. I'm telling everybody, I told everybody before that the center is the second hardest position to learn in the NFL. Trust me, the center is the second hardest position in the NFL to learn. You cannot name another position that is more valuable than that center play. And you just can't just put anybody into the mix and thinking that you're going to have a, a, a suitable team. What I'm saying is repetition, reps out there, counts, and it speaks volumes because the center touches the ball uh, 100% of the time. There's nobody that's going to touch the ball more than a center. So, uh, I, I do know a lot of people just like to look over the offensive lineman or the offensive tackle, what have you, whatever you want to look at, the offensive guard or whatever. Everybody like to look over those guys, but they are the valuable piece to this whole operation. Those who played football, those who played down in the trenches know how valuable the center is. Those who just look at the football casually, they would never understand the nuances that counts when it or that goes on when it's when you're talking about the center play but neither here or nor there we're going to listen to uh 105.3 the fan and how they go over this whole situation with gian beret syndrome and it is uh he said it's he doesn't know and his doctors can't tell him a timetable for his return to the nfl joining us right now from uh from denver is mark schlereth he's uh, on schlereth and evans the uh local Denver Morning Show 104.3, the fan up there in Denver. Mark, how's it going today, man? Uh, it's going really well, man. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. No hey, we really appreciate you joining us, uh, you know, especially uh, with these kind of conditions. Now, one of our fan texters texted in and said, hey, uh, Mark Schlereth had John Beret syndrome and did a quick search, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is true. i got to ask and find out more about this, and now here we, we have you. At what point? First, actually, first off, what is Travis Frederick going through emotionally, uh, considering you went through this before? I, I tell you, once I finally got diagnosed with something, it was actually a relief because I was playing so poorly. I played through the first half of the 93 season, mm -hmm. and I was playing so poorly, it was almost as though I had forgotten how to play football. And, you know, I was coming off a, a couple of Pro Bowl seasons, so I was like, what is, like, what is going on? Um, as the signal from my brain is being interrupted as it travels through my body to my extremities. And so I'd be blocking a guy, and all of a sudden I'd be on the ground, and, like, I don't know what happened. And so it was actually somewhat of a relief. But um, I, I, I was very, very sick for a very long time. And, you know, there are treatments now that are available, and I've worked with people here in Denver, and I've gone and visited people here mm -hmm. in Denver that uh, are available now that weren't available when I was playing. And so um, it was very scary. Uh, but like I said, it was a relief to know that there was something actually wrong with me. And then I got into the, you know, just getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And, um, and you know, I literally lost most of the feeling, um, well, all the feeling in my legs and arms from about my knees down and my elbows down for the better part of six months. 
And I'm going to pause it here, man. That is some frightening information. But it's like a bittersweet because Mark, he, he later on plays and he wins about two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. So he's talking about the earlier part of his career. Uh, it's, frightening. it's frightening to know that, hey, all of a sudden I'm losing strength. All of a sudden I cannot block the person that's in front of me. All of a sudden I ha- I'm tired. So what he's talking about is that there's still hope. When there's still possibility. And uh, with that being said, when you can uh, have that type of uh, when you can see somebody else going through something, sometimes you can relate that to yourself and your struggles. And you can say, guess what? I can overcome this because when there's hope in the future, there's power in the presence and not just of the mind of the temperament of the way you see things. So now that there's hope, guys, there is hope. There's possibilities. There's power right now in the presence of the mind of what Travis Frederick can become. Because what thing one thing I did know that Mark Slayer, I think that's how he says man's last name. He said that uh, with even being hurt and injured, uh, there's now better technology, better uh uh, doctors out there who can recognize this situation and maybe the the heal time can be faster and no two bodies are are the same so hopefully uh travis frederick can be healed sooner and get out there on the field but let's listen to more of the interview i appreciate you guys for tuning in uh just a quick shout out to my facebook panel uh shout out to jace smith chris Cantu. Kerry Teagle again and jamal anderson the real deal holyfield shout out to you and then also on the uh chat box matt shout out to you s and uh mike too as well mitch uh jonathan cook andrew castillo again and also leon felton and henry shout out to you guys man let's listen back to this and when i returned to play i went from 295 down to about 235 um and i'm telling you i was just really sick for a very long time if i walked up the stairs to my bedroom i had to lay down for two hours um no energy no strength um, and it was a it was a solid year of recovery before I started getting my strength to where I was playing in '94. But it was well into weeks 10, 11, 12 before I started feeling like I was getting like my natural strength back. So, um, and even when I went to camp in the beginning of '94, I still had a couple of toes that I had no feeling in. So uh, it was a very long recovery. Um, like I said, I was very sick for a very long time. And um, and really thought my career was going to come to an end. Many people said I'd never play again. Um, there were a lot of articles mm. written back in the day about uh, about how it was going to be, you know, almost impossible to come back from this. So, um, you know, the medical advancements are far greater now. That was what '93 was, twenty some odd years ago, or whatever it was, twenty five years ago. I'm not great at math, guys. Mm. No, you uh, you nailed it. Did I? Uh, yeah, yeah, you Matt, got not it. My strong, not my strong suit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very scary when I heard it. Obviously, I reached out on Twitter and, and I called your PR department, Rich Darwinpel, who is just uh, very gracious to me and um, is going to connect me with Travis. Just yeah, you know, just kind of walk him through kind of my experience. Right. And obviously, it's different today than it was then. But uh, you know, just to try to encourage him that uh, you know, with with the treatments there are and with time. Um, He'll be back to being himself once again. It's just going to take a little bit of time. He's going to have to be patient. All right, guys. Y'all listening in to Mark Slayer, uh, two-time Pro Bowl. I hear you guys saying. Who's speaking? Uh, that's Mark Slayer of uh, Denver Broncos, two-time Pro Bowler, two times, I believe, NFL championship winner, uh, Super Bowl uh, winner. So he, he he's talking about the process of going through the same type of uh, – 
of injury or, or disease of what Travis Frederick is going through. And he reached out to Rich Dow Rimple. I think that's how you said his man's name. And uh, he, he wanted to talk personally to Travis and let him know to give him a word of encouragement. And something about encouraging uh, one another, pushing one another, and letting someone else know that you've been down through that path. There's people right now that's in the chat box and there's people over there on the Facebook uh, side of things too who went through a situation, whether it be uh, financial, whether it be health, whether it be school and grades. Uh, you, you go through something, you shake it off and stand on top of it. You become bigger and better, stronger person. And then also when you spread that story, when you talk about those situations and you let people know what's going on, uh, it helps the next person. That's what we're here for. Uh, we all here to help one another. And that's basically uh, what Mark Slayer is saying. He's saying that uh, uh, he went through the same situation about 20 some odd years ago and he was able to overcome. Now, the thing that he the, the ultimate thing that he talked about in this piece was the fact that it took him a year and then it took him at least a, 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 a I guess you can say a, a year and a half. So it took him two seasons basically to overcome this illness and he was able able to overcome it, get everything back to a grace, still become a Pro Bowl um uh, offensive guard or what have you and still able to win ultimately two Super Bowls I believe in 1998 and 1999 with the Denver Broncos so uh, if this story ends the same way with Travis Frederick I will be jumping for joy you guys will see me running around with my shirt off over here but let's tune back into what they have to say I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to the nation Welcome with Mark Schlereth right here on 105.3 The Fan. Now, speaking of your experience, you know, you, you talked about the struggles with energy, the struggles with numbness, and we've, you know, we're reading up about this disease as fast as we can. Was there ever a time where you feared not for football, but, you know, like for the ability to walk or the ability to live your normal life like you had before? Uh, yeah, it was, it was scary. There was a couple scary nights when I was in the hospital, and, at that point, there was no diagnosis for uh, Guillain-Barre uh, Guillain syndrome. Mm -hmm. So um, what they did was they went through a process of elimination. So I spent, uh, I spent over a week in the hospital, and, I mean, it was miserable. I was doing spinal tasks where they were draining spinal fluid, which, if you've never had it, it's excruciating. Um, I was doing nerve conduction studies down in the basement where they would shock me. Wow. To, to measure the treatment and measure how fast the uh, the shock would travel through my extremities. So I'm oh literally, God. you know, I'm literally mm. getting shocked in the basement. It's something like out of, a, you know, some Jack Nicholson movie. You know, I mean, it was. It, Are yeah, you it sure was... you were going to a legitimate doctor? <laughs> I have questions about that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's what they did. I mean, I, I went through all kinds of CAT scans and everything else, you know, and they were afraid I had a brain tumor and. You know, so process through of elimination, they just ended up eliminating all these things. But I spent um, a legitimate week in the Arlington Hospital. So, yeah, it was a legit hospital. Unless after they took me all the way down in the basement, they, they you know, they took me through some private government, uh, you know, testing facility where they just wanted you gotta to shock cover me. your tracks. Um, <laughs> cover your right, tracks. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Mark Schlereth right now on the KNC Masterpiece on the home of the Dallas Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Now the uh, the the other part of it, the other side of it is, you know, there's a there's a group of guys in that locker room that Travis Frederick he he runs that offensive line. He does. There's a group of guys in that locker room that are looking forward to a big season. 
Is this the kind of thing where a locker room is supportive? Do they kind of cast you off on the side and don't look at it and we move on? What's your experience with that part of it? Well, I mean, the bottom line is <laughs> you guys are going to kick off and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Mm. And so, you know, the part, the hardest part about being hurt is you feel like a pariah. You're not part of it. Um, you whether you're yeah. hurt or whether you're sick, you're just not part of it anymore. And, you know, we used to jokingly say when somebody would get hurt, that dude is dead. Like, he's dead. There's nothing he can do for us. So we move forward. And you miss them. You, you miss the camaraderie. You miss all that stuff. But you still got to go out and perform. That's your job. You're a professional football player. And um, like I said, every team's going to have injuries. Every, every team's going to have things that happen to them over the course of a season that aren't good. And it's how you respond to those things and how you play through those things. And, you know, there's no telling. I mean, there's mild cases of this where he may come. He may be able to come back this season. I mean, at this point, we hope you probably – I know they've given him a couple of treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, you just – honestly, you just don't know. You just have to let your body go through kind of the process. And, um, and like, like I said, it could be short-lived. He could gain his strength back. He could come back in, you know, in a few weeks and, and feel great. Um, and, That's what we you know, it could get to the point where it's, um, you know, a much longer process than that. I have, I have no idea. I do know, like I said, that the treatments for this are vastly improved from when I had it. And, you know, after after I had it, like I didn't know, they, they do nowadays, and I don't know what he had, but nowadays they do these blood transfusions. and, and uh, All right, so uh, just basically what he's saying, that uh, the whole collective thing of uh, uh, what he's talking about is that uh, the treatment that he had 20-some-odd years ago, it took about that amount of time. It took about a year and a half. Uh, now he said it can be anywhere from two weeks. It can be anywhere from four months or, or more beyond. So the thing is with this all together, guys, if we can just have a focused will mind and everything can get together uh, health wise and, and hopefully the uh, technology and everything else can gel together, get together and things can go in the right direction. Outside of that, moving forward from this, uh, the, the path of this whole team goes through. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott now uh, I still say before the season started I said we must focus and get this core together uh, thank God for Joe Looney uh, playing in this positioning hopefully hopefully uh, Joe Looney can step it up but I really think I'm gonna go back to this I really think that Dak Prescott this Sunday still need to be in that lineup to get those reps from Looney because that that position is so valuable uh, the the centric change to the quarterback, the uh, snap uh, as far as the shotgun. We, we, remember, we remember uh Andre Gerard, I think that's how you say that's man's name. <laughs> uh, he threw the uh, snap over Tony Romo's head, and uh, we knew that he used to fumble the snap all the time too. And so those are things that we all prayed to the high heavens and said, thank God that Andre Gerard is not long, no longer on his team. So it's because now Tony Romo, I'm going back for those who don't remember, uh, now Tony Romo can get the ball in his hand without going through the extra nuances. So if Ezekiel Elliott uh, can, uh, can, can push this team and get five to maybe six 
uh, yards, not saying per carry, but if he can average that, that will be a plus. But if we can get to third and short, third and two, third and one, third and two, third and one, third and two, third and one type of distance, then that will be better for this offense. I think that uh, even with Scott Lenahan, uh, I think his playbook is very vast when it comes to like, or large and vast when it comes to a right, like third and short distance. Now, when it was like last year, third and long and third and forever, the creativity of the plays just wasn't there. And then also on top of that, Dak Prescott, uh, he was still learning and growing through the system, not trying to make a, uh, an excuse for him. But we saw when the offensive line went down a little bit, they stopped averaging 28 points a game. So I'm not saying that with without – uh, Travis Frederick that this team cannot average those amount of points but what I'm saying is that somehow some way we have to build that continuity we have to build that rapport with the center to the quarterback in a live game when people are being able to blitz you have pressure up front because this is a good test right here uh, Cardinals are not uh, sus with their front four I think that the Cardinals will be a great test because think about this the Panthers their defense their front four their linebacking core are, are legit too so I don't want us trying to learn as we go uh, using the uh, term building the plane while it's in the air and trying to put the wheels on the plane while it's in air before we land no I do not like that philosophy I think that if you be if you prepared you'll be better for the test and you'll be better for whatever outcome that may be there uh shout out time shout out to say prime time thank you for joining in kevin beck shout out to you on the chat box uh cowboys fan 1988 and he gets hurt and this is what practice is and it is so far don't get don't get a lot of players every preseason snap yeah, so I forgot to tell the end of that. I'm going to tell the end of that conversation. But over here on the uh, Facebook panel, shout out to Michael Smith. He's a soldier. Uh, Steve Morris, he said, what's going on? Everything is going on uh, right now. Uh, shout out to you uh, for joining in and tuning in to the nation. It's always a plus uh, of, of uh, reading the over you guys' comments. Shout out to you too as well, Robert uh, Holmes, and also Keith Woody. Woody, shout out to you. Um who else plays center anyways? Uh, this is going to be uh, Looney. And uh, they picked up somebody. I forgot his name. Uh, they picked him up. I think he went to San Diego State. I didn't get a chance to read over his profile. Not a lot of film out there for me to look at. But I think the team is now like in not panic mode, but right now at evaluation mode. they saying to, to themselves, okay, we were solid at this position before. Now, all of a sudden, now we kind of thin at this position. So we got to go out and scout players to get people going. Yeah, Bucks, Law Nation stand up. Yes, all day we got to stand up, man. <laughs> so I uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the show. Uh, not a long show at all. Uh, I got to actually get ready to roll on out. But I just want to be able to just tell you guys, stay focused. The season, the season is right around the corner. And uh, this weekend – uh, we should look at the safety uh, play out there. That's, that's the big question mark that we have also. Uh, and also the defensive tackles, uh, the defensive interior of our defense. I think our linebacker play, our linebacker core played pretty well throughout the entire preseason. I like the way Jalen Smith, I love the way Joe Thomas is playing. Shout out to the Thomas too as well. And I love the way that they resting Sean Lee so that he can give the max amount of time when he come out through the season. Because we play so much nickel anyhow. And I do know that I said before, uh, nickel, when we line up nickel, because I had somebody to tell me, like, no, law nickel is not just with two linebackers. It's more so with five uh, DBs. When the Cowboys play nickel, uh, they have five DBs out there. 
and, or, or sometimes they will sling in uh, an extra, uh, they go into the dime package depending on the down and out distance. But they mostly, uh, with the Cowboys operation when they run their nickel, is five DBs, two linebackers. And now we can see the flexibility of what Joe Thomas can do, the rotational piece. He can play inside and out. And we can have those mixtures of just resting Sean Lee and expanding his career for this year. Hopefully he do, does not have one of those uh, – uh, hamstring injuries, I'm going to knock on wood, and we can get things going. Uh, with that being said, a few more shout-outs before I run. Demarcus008, we're in conscious tweak stage. <laughs> hey, scared money make no money, right? That's what it goes like, man. Uh, Steve Morris, shout-out to you again. Jace, Jace Smith, what's up? Thank you for the encouragement. Yes, we are here to uplift. And like I said, when there's hope in the future, there's power in the present, not just in the mind. Hopefully, uh, with that being said, Travis Frederick can listen to what uh, Mark Slareff had to say, and everybody gets together and pump this thing up. And we just don't know how the technology. The technology may be so far advanced from 20 years from now. Uh, well, it was 20, 20 years ago when Mark was going through this situation. Hopefully now, you know, uh, that the uh, technology is there where he can take a few pills, uh, do a few push-ups and get things going, right? That's the optimistic side of me, right? Uh, buddy, what's going on, man? Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Uh, Law, did you hear about Mark Holmes? Yeah, I, I spoke of that. Uh, we just have to reach out for Mark Holmes. Uh, I think he's on his son channel, Mark Anthony Holmes or Mark 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 Holmes. Uh, what's his name? His son's name is... Uh, got his son's name but he's on his page i think it's mark anthony fitness or something like that he's on his page go check out his page and uh and he's going to be there whereas you can listen to his report and hopefully uh we can just I'm, I'm i'm saying it right now that uh mark holmes uh he's going to win this appeal and we're going to speak favor into this man's life and uh, his, his channel is going to be back up and running and we all are going to hear the joe boo sports report and uh, we're going to get things. Michael, yes, Michael Anthony Fit Fitness. I'm, I apologize, Michael. Uh, Michael Anthony Fitness, go to his page. You can hear uh, Mark Holmes from there. Uh, he's going to give you guys some insights of the channel. I believe I have strong faith, hope, and confidence that he will win the appeal, and his YouTube channel will be back up. That's all the time I have for today. I really thank you guys for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. I'm out. Let's jam on out to this music, man. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Baby, salute. Follow that page. Shout out to y'all.